Thank you for joining us on the fifth episode of Friends of Friends. Today we're going to go over really cool ideas around cheap weekend fun with Fs. So with friends, family, or fools, um, which either are all fun. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit about some cool stuff we did on the weekend with our family and then just... It was really hard for me this weekend because it was a really heavy, like, feeling of anxiety just for no reason, which I'm sure people can relate these days. But, uh, so I had to, you know, combat that and then just, you know, how to roll into Monday and try to prepare yourself, which sometimes I'm also really bad at. Uh, so I'll share with you the way that I failed and how that helped me and just some really sweet things that happened over the weekend that were really the result of a, of some positive approaches that we've been taking as adults here in the house, my boyfriend and I, uh, for just creating cool activities to be distracting and positive. So I'll go ahead and get started on the fact that um, I will not be posting on the weekends because I just want that to be family time. Uh, if I do, then it'll be cool, and I think it's a cool opportunity to include my kids or my boyfriend, my family in any way. But aside from that, I'm going to try to keep it dedicated to that because we should all do that, maybe. Um, it works for me. So <clears throat> aside from that, uh, this weekend was really just very relaxing. I actually... I did have some moments of anxiety, but this is one important thing that I wanted to highlight was just self-awareness around having a bad day. Um, usually I try to think that I'm going to take on the day and I'm going to ignore my feelings of you know anxiety or depression. But this was the first time that I was a little kinder to myself in a more mindful way. I stopped and I knew, you know, that I was not, you know, doing great. So I know Friday for lunch. Um, I just took a, a longer lunch. Uh, I emailed my boss and I said, hey, you know, I have some things going on. I have to run some errands. And the errand was self-care. Um, and the errand was, you know, around taking care of some of, my, some of my kids' needs, but also just I needed to unplug as well. Uh, so do that. I mean, a lot of jobs don't allow you to do that. And, you know, it's a blessing to have a job that has a boss where they are aware. But... Even in those jobs where they're not, you can have a lot of success by just talking to somebody eye to eye and saying, look, I'm, I'm really struggling. And if you're remote or if you're, you know, whatever, from home and you're not able to have those conversations, call somebody and say, hey, I, can, I, can I have a moment of your time? I'm really just wanting to share some, you know, some issues I'm having right now. And by those issues, it's not that you're burdening anyone. It's not that you're doing anything. You're actually putting, you know, uh, drawing a line and saying, I, I unfortunately can't today. You would say the same thing if you had a headache. You would say the same thing if you couldn't type because your arm was broken. So uh, we're just not there uh, socially to be able to catch those things. Um, there's no education around how to behave uh, when you catch a bad day. And, you know, you can catch a flu, you can catch... Uh, venereal disease, you can catch a lot of things, but they don't tell you that you can catch mental health. And, and you really, it just happens, right? So it's even kind of more sneaky. Uh, 
so, you know, I sigh because it's like, there's so many ways that I can say it, but only somebody that, you know, struggles with mental health would know that, like, you know, that feeling of, you know, it's just in your body and it starts and you can't really explain it. Um, and it comes in different ways. I'm actually a part of uh, a lot of groups in Facebook around depression, anxiety, because I, I'm fascinated at how it all happens differently for all of us. Um, so I exercised some precursor steps, I guess, into my depression, just like noticed it. <clears throat> I knew that I, you know, I was feeling heavy instead of pouring coffee down my throat. I thought maybe not this time, maybe not this time. And maybe this time I'm going to take it slower. Maybe I do not need to put coffee on this because it's probably going to make it worse. Maybe I need to lay down, just take a nap and eat healthier. Maybe I haven't been eating healthier. Uh, take my vitamins. Shoot, when did I take my last vitamin? Because a lot of those things, you know, they, they really add on to that. So quick, easy things. Make sure that you're up to date on your vitamins. Make sure that you're drinking enough water. Again, I mentioned quick, easy things to combat depression can be in your foods from blueberries to, you know, I know sweet potatoes is really good for just overall your health uh so look into that look and see what maybe you might be missing in your vitamins in your day-to-day -day. um i tried you know to get outside and, and go and take a quick drive and then take a quick walk at the grocery store and just really clear my mind and and for friday that worked uh, i was able to get back to work and i put out a lot of good work uh i was able to be productive and in fact it almost motivated me because I even got a good job and uh, a great conversation out of my peers. And so that was really motivating for Friday. Um, so it surprised me that even though I struggled to have that day, the end of the day kind of was nicer to me. So that was really just surprising. So it helps me motivate myself. And, you know, for those times that it doesn't turn out better, maybe worse, I still want to keep trying because... Now I know that at least one time it came out better. So that's my little motivator. You don't know until you know. <laughs> and sometimes I think some of those things is just, even if it's bad all the time, uh, it could be the people you're around. It could be the job that you have. It could be whatever that you have. We can blame everything. But even sometimes in all that, you have a nice day. A little kid's going to come up to you and say, hey, I thought of you when I saw this or something, you know. And we don't notice that. We think, oh, my gosh, kid, go get out of here. I'm busy. I'm busy being stressed out. Don't do that. Look into whatever that thing came up. Look into whatever, you know, is in front of you and go, like, what am I actually doing right now? Am I present? Am I alert? My vitamins? My health? Did I drink water? Did I go number two? Like, When's the last time I did that? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, like, check yourself. Also, another thing that helps me is when I check for my body. <clears throat> Sometimes I'm sitting there, and this just came from doing random meditation. But and in a lot of meditation, they tell you to check your body for tension. And so I'll do that, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh. I am, like, so stiff in my shoulders or, like, my hands are, my, my knuckles are so tense. And then my jaw, my shoulders, like as I say, now I'm getting all tense and, 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 you know, and we do that to ourselves. We see it, we experience it. So 
whenever you feel it in your body, like really just like noodle out, just stretch, just be like, snap out of it. Maybe just like, you know, roll your shoulders a little bit and, you know, stretch your arms and then try to settle back into your body again, but in a more relaxed way, just by like sighing, just because, uh, you know, we don't always have the ability to open up a beer at the end of the day, but but we do all those things with our body when we open up a beer. Um, we're just like, oh man, we're settling into this comfort. So we can actually create that same tiny five second exhale for our own self-care in the middle of the day when we're at work and we just close our eyes and we just go, that's something we can do at any point of the day and something that helped me. I mean, you know, I had a breathe for like an hour the other day, just laying in bed in the morning, but it was still nice. It did not make me worse. Uh, it kept me at the same pace. And then my breathing, I was just like, well, it was not working. I should just be more patient. Maybe I need more time. Uh, sometimes I can't heal my flu or cold in one day. Sometimes I get lucky and it's a virus and it goes away the next day. But some other times I've been bedridden and gotten a pneumonia. I really have. And it was terrible. And so I think of those things when physical illness hit me in ways that I couldn't predict. And why wouldn't my mind not do that to me? So I've been more slow to act on making a decision around my mental health. Um, and it surprises me that I don't react because sometimes, and unfortunately, my reaction is a negative one. And before I have a negative reaction to my kids, my partner, even myself, I just go, nah, I shouldn't do that. Because in the past, I normally embarrass myself <laughs> because I really do. I don't want to treat my kids bad. I don't want to be, you know, short with them. I don't want to, you know, I want to give them my best answers. I want to talk to my boyfriend in the best way I want to put out the best version I can and that's not the best version of me they don't deserve that for sure they deserve better than that so when you think of all those things it's actually comforting when you stop and go yeah 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 I'm, I am having a bad day and for my own good for everybody's own good you guys I'm gonna lay down and then they're more understanding when they know all these things that happen on, in your in your mind uh, that happened in your whole body they just happen. And the fact is that a lot of us, whether we do it consciously or not, uh, we're closed off by thinking others don't understand our depression. I've done it myself. Um, but nobody has to understand your depression or depression. Um, you have to just explain how it makes you feel as you experience the day. They, no one can relate to you. No one can. Uh, when we expect someone to relate to us, I don't want to disrespect anyone. Other than a medical professional, um, if we expect somebody to understand how we feel, it's it's entitlement uh, because no one will ever know how you feel. So our job as the person suffering, the person that's ill, we have to say, excuse me, I'm going to have to step away because right now I'm I'm hangry. Uh, I'm hungry. And I think this is the way that I start getting in a bad mood and I should not be here. I am so sorry. And that person goes, oh my gosh, well, 
yeah, you kind of get, you know, you kind of get really upset when you get hungry. Definitely go deal with that. They'd rather you go do that. It's just logic. Um, <clears throat> a couple of things that, you know, really throw me off is when I'm just on a flow. And kids come and ask me something. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. And my boyfriend's like, hey, do you think maybe we can do this later? My anxiety before, I would be like, yeah, I can take that. You know, maybe it'll distract me from my anxiety. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. But I didn't have the boundary of myself to say, ooh, today is just a little bit worse than yesterday. Maybe I should take a break or let them know I need help. Um... I never was taught to ask for help in my culture. It was very almost shameful if you couldn't do something yourself as a parent, as a working person, as a it's just it's it's a it's a big responsibility and if you're clumsy that's embarrassing. Like it's just a whole thing. You have to be like really good at everything for no reason. So, <clears throat> you know, with a lot of practice, I eventually got better, but you know, working and doing hair and learning about, you know, IT and just jumping from job to job to job because I've done that. I've worked in food. I've worked in IT. I've worked in beauty. I've worked in sales. And in all those things, all the time, whether you include vulnerability and how you feel, you can pretty much work everywhere because everybody relates to, I'm having a bad day. I'm struggling to learn this. I don't know what this is. Wow, I'm having a really hard time with this. Because we all experience that, and and anyone can relate to the suffering, uh, but nobody can relate to the talking down about it or thinking, oh, you need to do this and that. So I don't know. Things like this work for me in a way when when I see that it's gonna make the environment less tense around me. And so if it takes you know me to tell my kids, hey, I'm really sorry, but I'm really stressed out because of work right now, but I still love you very much. I'm just going to take, you know, an hour to just go and stretch. Like, I'm really tense right now. They'll be like, oh, oh wow, mom has drama. And they'll ask you about it later because I actually ask my kids, well, what's happening with your friends? Um, what's happening with, you know, so-and-so? And they tell you uh, more when you tell them how you feel. So as a parent that works, as a friend that's worked for me as well, um, as a partner that's worked for me, you just are open with people and, and they can respect you for that. And as humans, we all make mistakes. So can't expect all that to be perfect because again, no one knows. So just be kind to yourself and others, uh, afterwards. Don't we say, we say be kind to others. <clears throat> like you want people to treat you or whatever. No, no, no. Treat everybody the way that you treat yourself. No, really think about it. How do you treat yourself? If you treat other people nicer than you treat yourself, you're wrong. That's wrong. That's equivocado. Um, we need to treat ourselves the way we treat other people. I know for sure as a Mexican, I did not. Uh, it was more of the humility of, oh, no, I have to feed my kids first. I have to take care of my boyfriend, my husband, my whatever. Ah. And then I will barely have the crumbs at the end of the day. Nah, no, no, no. Uh, you ask for help. You talk about what's going on. You say if you're struggling to catch up on chores, cleaning, whatever. Because it's a community thing. We're all growing up together. I, my boyfriend said some 
fact the other day that your brain doesn't start developing until or no it like it's mature at like 25 years old I don't know if that's true or not he doesn't lie to me a lot um <clears throat> he doesn't try to lie but uh so that was surprising because you know essentially my brain just developed five years ago I'm five years old so, so let's consider all those things because they're really, you know, health related and they help us understand uh, ourselves more. Um, some cool things that happened over the weekend that surprised us around family time uh, that I want to move on to uh, was we have as adults put out a couple of experiences for our kids that are very just creative. Uh, Luke the littlest, youngest, was doing stuff at school that was just really simple. He was playing bowling with water bottles. And then my daughter Melody, Hope, Leilani, they started joining and they really liked it. And it was just like during lunch and people would just randomly throw the ball and it would make horrible sounds. It was a horrible sound when all the water bottles fall. But it's actually really cool. So we started doing that. We did a karaoke night. We, um, just between my boyfriend and I, we did a dancing night, which now we plan on doing a disco night for the kids. Um, we've just done a, a few things like that. And we'll normally grill at least once or twice or order pizza, but we just make a deal out of it just because it's simple and easy and it's cheap. And again, no effort there to have a good time. And... Their surprise for us this weekend was setting up like a live situation of the game Among Us. If you're familiar with it, it's I guess these little eggs of human people that are in a ship and you have to do a bunch of tasks and out of a group of members, a bunch of them are crewmates and either one or two are imposters the imposters will go and kill people you know and try to deceive the rest and we have to find the the imposters kind of like scooby-doo and so that was really cool and they set it all up they did that whole thing they put labels on the tasks they instructed us what to do in the tasks they gave us step by step on you know how to work the game they did little envelopes to assign the roles very elegantly and so then they got us all set up and we were all wearing hats because if you know the, the game, they throw weird things on their head. And so it was really fun, but also a really proud moment to see that they appreciate what we do. And now they're also doing cool stuff like that. And then, you know, they championed the whole thing. We played and then we actually grilled and we wanted to come back and play more. And it was just really fun. Uh... A really, really cool, creative way for kids to get away from tablets, get away from electronics, and still do the same thing they're doing in there, but with their family. And then, you know, us as parents, if we have a few margaritas, it becomes extra fun because you're just running around everywhere. Uh, I really think this game would be fun. Um, maybe outside. It would be cool. Uh, I don't know how, but it would be really fun. It's too hot in Arizona, but the weather right now is cooling down, so that would be really awesome. Um, another thing that we did was, like I said, we grilled, and so we were just kind of not using electricity. 
kind of enjoying the weather, appreciating it. So because we are trying to be mindful of what we're doing and what our kids like, what our kids appreciate, um, in, in, in what ways, you know, we all respond better. We've all responded really well to that game. That's really cool. We even want to plan it out for our blended family situations that we have. We'll have family dinners, um, every few months. And so those are things that we've been able to do with mindfulness. Um, and so you could do any of these things with roommates, friends, anyone, uh, but again, most importantly is just building that community feeling with those that you live in. And whether you're a blended family, a family family, a family of a family with a family of another family, it's it's going to work. It's just, it's just really easy ways to just make it a really fun time. And these things could be different for everybody, but I, I really think that Among Us game in real life could be really exciting for just anyone. Um, but baking, uh, watering plants, kids love watering my plants they'll just do it on their own and I just you know let them know which ones they can water um a bunch but know know those who are around you and the more you know them the more you'll know how to behave around them and with them just be open and again be open about the good and the bad uh we all need to know that to be able to navigate each other I think that relates to emotions or feelings and so to me at least it's really important to be able to share all of that with at least my loved ones, because if I can't be myself at home, then, you know, it becomes just a little bit harder than it needs to be. I wanted to cover last Friday's music and then just, you know, close the episode. Thank you for, for joining us. But uh, last Friday I had the first song. It was In the Grace of Your Love by The Rapture, Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder, Crash by Schoolboy Q, On Top of the World by Ninka Lees, Wicked Game by James Vincent McMara, Ohm, Sweet Ohm, 2009 Remaster by Craftwork, Good Morning featuring Pusha T, Swiss Beats, and Kill the Mike, Black Thought, and Resurrection by Son Lux and Passion by K-A-A-N. So we had really cool songs. Um, and this week, I'm going to continue doing that because that's fun for me. And we might get recommendations from our audience. Uh, I did, somebody reached out to me on my Instagram saying that they wanted uh, different types of music on here. So for sure, if anyone's listening, that would be cool. I would love to prioritize music on here because I love music. There is a Facebook page I have for music that I can talk about. I think it's, uh, I don't know, something sounds on Sunday. Um, but I'll just start linking all of that. Um, and some way, some people can add music. And yeah, all my information is on my Instagram. And the name is Arte de Abby. And the name is Friends of Friends. So if you can't find me, let me know. I don't know how because I don't know how this works. But uh, thanks for joining at least tonight. And you guys have a good night. Thank you for stopping by on the fifth episode of Friends of Friends. Bye.